Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome in. New Year's, same damn pod. What's up, fellas? Happy New Year, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How we living? How we feeling? (laughs) We're off to a great start. 2024 is great. I need you to come with your Cat Williams energy. Okay? All truth shall be told. All right? We're not the internet in 2024 is undefeated already. We're seven days in, and they've given us a year's worth of content in seven days. It's unbelievable. <coughs> you just want me to drop off and you can pod by yourselves? Like, what are we doing here? Let's go. Pick up the energy. Y'all are y'all that worried about the damn snowstorm that we're supposed to be getting? Oh no, I'm not worried about the snowstorm. I'm worried about that. Hey, I'm worried about that show on Wednesday night. That's what I'm worried about. We'll get into that. Don't you worry. We will get into that. We will. We will. Um, uh, welcome. Welcome. As always, it's your boys, your favorite Saturday brunch bunch. Back at it again. Doing what we do each and every single Saturday, breaking down the world of pro wrestling and some other stuff uh, as it deems worthy. This this week, we could do a whole pod just on this week alone with stuff that, that happened um, going back to <laughs> last Saturday on through. So, um, yes, everybody good. Everybody had a good new year. Celebration. <laughs> make it every voice, Harley. Old asses make it to midnight. See the ball drop. Oh, yeah. Barely. 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 No. That was, was not at 10 o'clock. That was the big 4 0. 4 0 was good, man. 4 0 was good. I, I got no qualms, uh, no issues with saying it, putting it out there in the universe now. Um, it's there. It's here. It is what it is. Um, I, I uh, capped off my 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 night uh, when the ball dropped with a nice little um, little glass of the the Terry Bradshaw whiskey, which was absolutely amazing. What uh, was the proof on that? One hundred three point seven. His passer rating. His career passer rating. <laughs> and you even re- can remember the next day. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't go. Um, <laughs> I remember loading that floppy disk into that computer and playing it. Um, yeah, no, I so I chilled. Like I had a nice it was nice even night. I didn't go overboard and, and wake up. I woke up tired just because we were up late. We had some people here, so it was probably like three thirty, four o'clock by the time I went to bed. Um, so the body can't do that no more. I realized like, yeah, nah, we can't be up before um <laughs> and function the next day. But no, it was it was nice. Relaxing. Couple drinks, enjoyed it, you know, ate some good food, celebrated with family. So we're all here. We're good. We're living. It's all we can ask for, right? That's so you it. got into the 40 with a life lesson about the body. So that sounds about right. <laughs> this is what my body can't do this decade. Yeah, 40, 40 <laughs> means you cannot stay up till 4 a.m. Okay. That's definitely can't do that. Can't do that. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. I will so. say though, the nap the next day. Hit a little different. I don't know if it was because I, I I hit that four that that four decade mark, but that nap the next day was was clutch. It it was yeah. It was definitely an old man nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting up, sitting straight up on the couch. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Those are the most embarrassing naps. <laughs> Yo, Waking up for those and realizing you fell asleep like that. No. <laughs> well, it was, uh, yeah, yeah. So it was like you couldn't even make it to lay down. You just, 
Yeah, just out, just not even in a recliner, just on the couch. Straight up. You couldn't even do this. You couldn't even lean to the. Just... Nope. So, so I had a pillow behind my head, so I wasn't all hot neck. I... <laughs> so, so you were already in preparation, so it wasn't like you were watching TV. It was just like you went out. Wake up in more no, pain. I was, I was watching. I was watching TV. I don't even remember what I had on, but next thing I know, I woke up. It was like two hours later. I was. I was like, oh. Oh, okay. You don't remember falling asleep. You just like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Stretched it out, and I was like, all right, what do we got? Someone next? comes in, changes the channel. I was watching that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone touched the thermostat. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So yeah, no, nah, we're good. We're good. But uh, no, nah, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Um, ready to get into to some pro wrestling talk, um, amongst other things. You know, as always, uh, follow us. On social media, head on over to YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. Spotify. Hey, listen, as the as the heading for the show goes, Lank, let a naysayer know. Okay. They're not listening to your boys. Let me go to Spotify, spread the word, subscribe. Let's build that up this year. We, we gotta get them Spotify numbers up. So head on over there, subscribe, and and let's go. Dude, All those naysayers. All the naysayers. <laughs> it's probably a naysayer. Yes, yes, there. Do you talk about an all-time classic live TV moment? I don't That's know if it gets much better than that. It was tremendous. Desmond Howard and Joey Galloway losing their stuff. Oh, it was great. It was great. So, but nah, where we at? Where we want to start? But it's New Year, so New Year positivity, right? We're, we're we're keeping it. I don't even have a jabroni this week. I really don't. Um, there's some things that I that I could have put on, but I'm like, nah, you know what? Keep <laughs> no, it all like the whole week was a jabroni for me. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this week. Jabronis. <laughs> I got a few. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. God damn. Wow, six jabroni, <laughs> jabroni, wow, jabroni. <laughs> yeah, this dude, he's out here in an old western movie, just with that six shooter on his hip. Oh, well, you want to unload the clip right now and just get them all out the way? Well, then, uh, we can do Mount Rushmore. Oh, so you, you want to come on the back and kill him? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, since you got, since you got a, a six. Six piece uh, of <laughs> jabroni. What's your Mount Rushmore? I'll build you up before I cut you down. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> so, my um, Mount Rushmore for the week is the return of Private Party on uh, Wednesday. Glad to see more Quinn back. Very glad to see them back. My second favorite tag team <laughs> is back. Well, I was, how'd you feel about them just having Private Party or? The uh, Yes Boys entrance and then immediately go into commercial. <laughs> Policy. Just can't even get the full entrance. They just <laughs> no, got the, no, the, the Tyler Breeze pose and then they cut the commercial. I was like, that's Damn, it. They, they the yes had a little hair that? thing and then that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um just looking for the John Morrison, anyways. <laughs> I'm ex- I'm I have tempered expectations for Private Party. And I didn't like the re-debut. Why, why did they interrupt a trios thing to talk about tag teams? Like that's yeah, so, I was, I was okay with private party coming back, but it's like I'm just happy to see them back. That's what we need to put the focus at right now on the tag team. 
trios has overshadowed the tag team. It has, hundred percent. And not He's only that, but Mark Quinn gets on the mic and goes, "We've been keeping an eye on the tag team division." I'm like, "You keeping an eye? Have you not <laughs> watched? Brother, have you not watched Brother Zay just roll around <laughs> with the Hardy Boys? Being, you know, the the wish version of them for the, the last post. year." <laughs> hey, he said they're coming after the Hardys too. I, that's, just, I mean, that's not saying much. No, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't like the like the message. It was just off. Like, what do you like? You the promo like was terrible. Rolling up, yeah. Like the promo killed it. I'm, I am, I am excited. You know, to have him back because they they are a tag team that we we haven't gotten. They started off on the highs of highs, right? You upset the young bucks. Day one potential. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's see. And then they just faltered after that and didn't haven't done anything. And it's like, all right. I like what? I now I got, you know, brother Zay going back to screeching in the ring. Like, like, is that what they're gonna be known for again? Like, what are we what are we doing? Like it just promo killed it for me. It completely made me not care about them already. I'm glad they're going to try to at least separate from the Hardys. At least it seems like that. That's the most important thing. Like, cause that got, that was doing nothing for them at all. <coughs> so as long as they're a private party, like they came out with on Wednesday, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The entrance again, the, the, you know, the rant, you know, the little velvet rope and everything. Cool. But if you look, like even with them back, if you look like, what about the tag team vision in AEW gets you excited? They're not going to be the saviors of the AEW tag team division, and I don't expect them to. But no. I'm just saying, like, okay, you add them in the mix, great, that's another team. But if you look up and down the tag team division, there, what like, who do we get excited about? Nobody. FTR, yeah, FTR but it's yeah. like. But it's like, yo, FTR can only do so much. Yeah. The Bucks aren't there right now. You know, House of they, Black they, is in trio. Make sure we don't want to put the people over. Put the belts on them, on FTR again, and then build from there. Because right now you, you just... Necessarily, you don't necessarily have to have, like, each show be something but like you could change it up every week but like if like one week like dynamite focuses on the women's division and the main title picture and then you know collision would focus on like tag teams and maybe trios or something like that you know like just change it up like instead of it being like everybody on all of the shows focus on a couple matches for each show each week and or I mean, you, can this- do, you have theme days you can do a tag team day yeah just a random tag team day out of a one dynamite. Or and one the first team. match will be a trios match. <laughs> like AEW match. got a lot of positivity this past on Saturday for having a couple women's matches. And that's the first <coughs> you've had any positivity from them for women's matches on a pay-per-view in a while. So it's like they could do that with a tag team again. I, you know, and like, this is by no means giving WWE a pass for what they've done in their tag team division because yeah. that's just been as bad as AEW's. Yeah. Um, I'm more excited in 2024 for the AEW women's division than what I am the tag division 
or even the main title, like the intercontinental. Like I don't, I don't care. Don't please don't. I know we're getting the Dusty and NXT. I don't need. I don't need a tag team tournament. <laughs> you know what? Right now in AEW, I wouldn't mind it. Well, and the showcasing, is, but but uh, like because there you'll be showcasing your tag teams instead of like building on one four storyline. You're showcasing everybody. <laughs> well, it is it is gonna be more sports based, so I mean get your get your brackets ready because I feel like that's all AEW's gonna get us in 2024. I mean generally it's been what we I think we said last year, like one a quarter they had a tournament. Mm-hmm. At least, yeah. you know. So and the thing that makes me that irritates me the most right now is that I actually like Starks and Big Bill as a tag team. Like, there are two singles that came together. Not that I want Starks to remain as a tag team wrestler because I think he's mm. above that. Oh, yeah. But it was like, all right, you threw them together. They didn't necessarily need the belt. And out of the plans from what FTR has said is that they were supposed to drop them and then win them back. But that obviously changed because Starks and Big Bill still have them. But I actually like their dynamic as a tag team. So you have potential there even though they have the belts when they shouldn't have gotten them, but they, they're still there that you can do something with them. I don't need them on my TV at all. Well, they were on Rampage last yeah. night. In a, in a they can stay on Rampage. In a trios match. thought they were gone. They signed the ROH. They signed the ROH. I forgot different company. <laughs> who, who was the trio with them? Like, who was the other person? Kip Sabian. Okay. Still the, the same as what they had been doing. Um, mm-hmm. And it was them against uh, Mark Briscoe and the Hardys. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad match. I mean, it, it was what it was for a Rampage match. So, like, you know. But again, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. When I was watching Rampage, my dad was like, is that the Hardy boys? I was like, yep. And he was like, they still wrestle? There you go, dad. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> I, I think what what this week showed me, at least like from the onset, right? Looking at it, WWE came into the new year with an entire themed week. Mm-hmm. Raw Day One, NXT, New Year's Evil, SmackDown, New Year's Revolution. They had an entire theme, they had a plan, they laid stuff out. They advanced storylines on all three shows. You know, you had the the big the big return for the Rock the swerve with whoa, whoa 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 whoa. What? That wasn't the big return. What do you mean? Who was the real big return there? It it was it wasn't gender. <laughs> no <Yeah>. gender gender. It's <laughs> <laughs> glossing over that man. Look, I, not the sidebar here, real quick, because I don't want to sidebar. But this is not brought up. <laughs> watching, watching that segment Monday night, I did not think it was going to end with The Rock saying, or do I sit at the head of the table? I thought that segment was going to end with, and I'm running for president in 2024. Check out my new I movie. Now. I literally thought it, was his, I thought it was his rollout for his presidency. Gender cuts the anti-American. You really think program. that would happen on WWE? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> WWE got the 
the last guy elected president. Where do you learn this playbook from? It wasn't announced on WWE. It doesn't matter. You want to talk about a Vince McMahon move? A Vince McMahon move. You had the anti-American promo. You guys are divided. You guys aren't unified. Blah, blah, blah. Here comes the Rock doing his shit. Candy ass. And I'm running for president in 2024. It would. I literally yeah. thought that's where he was going. <laughs> and exactly, Taquan. You don't think the Rock's not going to pull that move? Not on Vincent. I mean, not on Vince's airways. What you mean? You get everybody talking. WWE would be in the forefront on all national platforms. I don't want to get on that side of stuff, but not on Vince's airways. <laughs> That'll be his party, WWE. He's running as Not independent. There we go. Now we might have something. <laughs> now, we're now we're on the line there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on Vince's airways if yeah. Rock was going for that. You, no you call yourself a unifier. And you go right there, WWE. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so there's yeah, a question. Yeah. What Did you guys like either promo, Jinder or The Rock's promo? No, I thought... Well, I, go ahead, Jay. That was my jabroni. The whole segment. One, it went too long. I feel maybe maybe Giovanni getting hurt, stretched out a bit. But you came in with the classic rundown America. I'm over it. You bring in the rock. He he goes <laughs> he goes straight to, to talk about <laughs> He goes straight to crowd participation rock. Sing along with the rock. So, uh, if you come in and you're challenging, if your end goal is to challenge Roman, you come in with fire. Yeah, I mean, I get kind of the swerve. Like, you, it was a tremendous troll drop <laughs> on Triple H. Hey, yeah, I, yeah. I can't confirm or deny this and that. And then you roll gender out there, and it was like, oh, this is this is hilarious. Like, but don't have gender cut the promo just before he, yeah, he like, before promo. he started. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you hit the can you smell and then it's like oh shit the rocks here and go I did like that you booed I did like he booed your own national anthem part <laughs> that was tremendous that was tremendous and that kind of would have been the good part right there like yeah. interrupt him there like they had him do the whole thing so then then the rock yeah. came out just like that's why it went way too then the rock went on a lot longer too but, I mean it, yeah. it went eight minutes over too long. Like, I know the was it, 22 there, minutes guys, total, I think. Yeah, something I know the, like that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It became background there, noise. Yeah, them attitude yeah. era guys love going over time with stuff, but I mean, like, it, it wasn't the this day in the life of The Rock where it was like, hey, 35 minutes of just gold and greatness. Yeah, Wrap no, this shit up. Yeah. 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 yeah the so, second yeah, wasn't yeah. the best, you know. But. Did it accomplish the goal? I guess so, because he said the line and the entire arena just came unglued when he said yeah. it. That is when you look into the camera. And not smiling. That final line, you look into the camera and you 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 say it right there. That was my issue with that. And no eyebrow raise. How do you not close with that mic drop line and not raise the eyebrow? <laughs> is Dwayne too good to raise the eyebrow now? You've been, that cost money. So far, you, I think he, I think he gave the eyebrow raise during the UFL announcement. 
Man, that, that, that costs money. That costs money, man. That's, that's, that. man, that's uh, D, uh, DLC now. You know, you got to pay for that. <laughs> you got to pay $12.99 for the eyebrow yep. raise? Yep. He didn't download the back ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> that's why he went an extra eight minutes on, on the promo. He was hoping it was going to finish downloading for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can start now and get halfway through it, and then it just lags because it's not finished downloading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, all right. So we're hold on. We'll come back to this. Hold on. Let's go back to Donald Jabroni or Donald up, Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Private party. They're retiring. They're back. AW Tag Team Division. How do you fix it? Book it. Just don't eliminate matches. You actually. <clears throat> You do what what they do in the beginning. You, you, they just went out there, opened the show almost every week on Dynamite, had banger after banger after banger. But that you do that again, and that's not booking. But it, but it's a start to get some like popularity right. back in that division again, and then you, know, you can start intertwining some storylines with it and see where you're going to go with it. But I had got to give them the time each week. I had to ask Jason who to chance for. Because I completely forgot because Ring of Honor and AEW belts blend in so much. I completely forgot who champions were. I mean, that's the way I felt about the trios, you know, with Ring of Honor having the six man and AEW having the six man. It's like sometimes I get those confused too. You know what storyline I'm liking? I don't even know if it's going to go into a storyline, but uh, Bullet Cup Gold in the acclaimed. You can start there with something. Mm-hmm. Just from that interaction they had on Wednesday. Yeah. But it, it's like, well, why aren't those two teams going after the United Kingdom? Because they both got taken out. I mean, well, Jay White got taken out. Juice mm-hmm. on the shelf injured, so you got Jay White and the guns. And for as much as, you know, the, the guns catch flack, but I like they could have a, they could have a year of 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 like if it if they're booked correctly they could have a year of the hill run that you saw like Dominic Mysterio have last year maybe not to mm. that degree of Dom but they could get heat they could get mm. heat yeah they, they had more heat a couple months ago than than right now. <laughs> When Collision first started and they were in Bullet Club Gold was like a focal point of that show, like every week. Mm-hmm. You know, if they that could if that momentum would have continued, they could have been on that path. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I do, like okay, private party's back, but like, do you honestly think six months from now we'll have a case to come back on here and talk about private party again? No, because I don't believe in TK's booking. Other than being entertaining, well, that promo was entertaining. So they got it. I don't know. They got to get that fixed. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> 
And that was just him walking down the ramp with a mic. Like, I don't let him get in there for seven minutes because that'll just <laughs> talk about just a keep note, dancing. <laughs> That's it. They should have just danced the whole time. <laughs> you know what it made it funny? You know what would have made it funny is whenever they went into the shot, shot, shot. If you had Brother Zay start doing the Jeff Hardy dance, because he's been with the Hardys for so long, he just got confused. He can't remember. And Mark Quinn's looking at him like, bro, we're party. What are you doing right now? You're embarrassing me in the club. Pull the truth. Yeah, like, like go out there and have fun with it. Like, do stuff like that that ties in. Hey, I was with these people for the last 18 months doing the stupid Jeff Hardy dance with a do-rag on and a wife beater, and now like you come back and I immediately just remember how to do our dance. No, I don't remember that. Like, you gotta unlearn it. Yeah, you gotta unlearn it. But like, you know, make him go to low. You gotta stand outside in the line of the club. You don't get the velvet rope entrance because you were doing the <laughs> Jeff Hardy dance last week. Like, turn it into a bit and have it run for a couple weeks. That that's where it's like. Little things like that, not that, that that's a huge storyline that we're like, oh, my God, this is the greatest storytelling ever. No, but it's paying attention to the details and closing loopholes when you can close them and not just even mm. stuff to just go, okay, like WWE back in the day was like, this never happened. Forget about it. <laughs> I think that's what Tony's trying to do now with his booking. And he needs to stop being WWE light. What do you say? Every New Year's a hard reset, right? <laughs> that was the old mission goal. <laughs> and I mean, we could talk about loopholes with booking because the United Kingdom promo and that some of the explanations undisputed or undisputed. Oh, that 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 came that. off like, uh, what are we doing? Not, yeah. None of this happened. Like, do I bring out my second jabroni now? <laughs> 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 All right, so private party Donald's Mount Rushmore. Jay, your Mount Rushmore was what? I got a. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you two quick ones, and then my main one. Uh, one, Stokely had the way on Rampage. No, no. I, I missed. I didn't see Rampage. So no. he was just gushing over Chris Statlin. Yeah, okay. I, I I enjoyed it. Uh, Rampage having two women's matches. There's a start. I, my main uh, Mount Rushmore. Oh, good. No, I was just gonna say with the two women, no. I enjoyed the I, I like the Anna Jay and Sheeta match. That was mm-hmm. good. And I went for a while, yeah. gave us some time. time. Yeah, and my main Mount Rushmore is uh, Takeshka and Darby Allen. I really enjoyed that match. I and it came off that like Darby Allen's not protected. He finally, you know, took an L with reason. I saw a lot of that coming out of the, the multi-man tag match on Saturday night from the pay-per-view was we need mm-hmm. Darby and Takeshita. And I'm like, no, we don't. No, we don't. But some somebody's gonna die because Takeshita is strong style. <laughs> Darby just loves throwing his body around like a crash test dummy. And sure enough, Wednesday night, they gave us exactly that. Yeah. They gave us exactly that. That freaking group somersault down the ramp into the German suplex was just I thought he was I thought Darby was gonna die there for sure. 
Other than putting that man in a body bag, that's the only thing that was missing. <laughs> <laughs> or the coffin drop onto a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I... So you know what I... And this is going to sound crazy. Based on the companies, right? And how certain talent is presented in one company. I looked at that match with Takesha and I just looked at him like presentation wise and look wise and everything else. And I said, to him, I said, why can't he be booked like Nakamura is right now? And I never would have thought I'd give credit to WWE for booking mm-hmm. a Japanese talent the way that they've been doing it lately mm-hmm. with Nakamura. But that Takeshita should be that type of that type of guy. Like he's big as shit. He's mm-hmm. legitimate. He can go in the ring. He can do any style. He has the presentation. But yet you got him involved with this Don Callis family. And and I just looked at them in the ring the other night and I'm like, he doesn't fit there. What what do you mean by booking wise? Like match wise or promoing and like presentation and- presentation wise. Like Nakamura <laughs> now with his run since before Seth, like mm-hmm. leading up to Seth and everything, and then from that run through now with Cody with the the anime mm-hmm. comic style, just the the lighting, the Japanese promo with the English subtitles, just the the viciousness. He's just presented in a different light. That's mm-hmm. like this is the Nakamura that I've wanted since he came in the NXT. I think this is a problem with Tony's booking of wanting that new Japan style of everybody has to be part of a group. And I like Don Callis with him. I think that's a good pairing together, but it it was just them two. Yeah, exactly. If it was just them two, I would like it a whole lot more than, than, uh, again, lost in the family. Cause like, like you're like, you're saying the Nakamura presentation, like for me, everything he has right now, is good enough to just go forward mm-hmm. and win. Like he, you don't need to. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He has a look. He's stoic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can add all that stuff, but right now, I think he has the tools to be the guy. He just needs a mouthpiece, and that would have been Don Callis. And you could be, you can be destroyer of whatever. Sometimes Don Callis, I think, gets over overshadows Takeshita. You know, like yeah. like when with the music and everything, that's Don Callis. That's not Takeshita. You know, whenever they come mm-hmm. out, like the, um, the, you know, the painting, the portraits and all that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, if you focused on him being the alpha and just ran with that, you could have a lot of fun with yeah. that with him. And that, and not to say that Callis isn't a, a bad manager, but if you, if you look at even going back to his time in WWF back in the day, he's always been the focal point of the group. Mm-hmm. He's not been the manager that that sticks out as being a great manager, but he he takes he elevates the talent and the talents in front. But look at Heyman and everybody that's Heyman that has been a Heyman guy, minus maybe Cesaro for that little bit mm-hmm. of run. Yeah. But you Heyman is there, but he's not he's the he's the addition the to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heenan, even when he's the mouthpiece, he's still Bobby Heenan was always the, yeah. was always the addition too, right? Yeah. Jimmy Hart, addition too. Like you, you look at Sherry Martell, addition too, mm-hmm. right? Like Dawn, and I think it's just because Dawn, 
Don's a Don was a worker. Don, you know, wrestled for high. <laughs> He's always been great on the stick, and he has a presence about him that, based off of the talent that he's been paired with, like he his presence overshadows that, mm. and it's it's hard. Like I don't know who you could put Don with besides Omega. That goes okay. That makes sense, and Don's not overshadowing him maybe an osprey but he doesn't need a mouthpiece like you know what but i mean like, even certain- when don was with omega he was the mouthpiece like kenny didn't talk as much then kenny could talk but right but but even though don talked for omega he didn't overshadow omega like he's doing now where you just look at the group and it's like okay it's don and he's overshadowing everybody in the group I think it's more now, but I don't. I don't know. Like Kenny's work, just oh, it just spoke for itself. And like, I think it was like one of those things of the focal was always on Don outside the ring for everything, you know, promos or whatever. And then just when Kenny wrestled, it was Kenny's time. But right now, it's a little bit of the same thing. But and then. To circle back to JD or Mount Rushmore to Takesha, nope. you beat Kenny Omega twice. Has he been elevated by doing that? No. Like no. you would think, if Not you beat Omega twice, be. you beat Omega twice in a span of seven days. You think your stock should be through the roof? And they keep talking about it, but but it hasn't done anything. Yeah. So it's why like, isn't okay, he, if, why isn't he going after somebody <laughs> with more importance? Right. And if Kenny's going to do the job for you and put you over because he sees you as being the next guy, which he was getting over ring work wise, without even doing anything from a character standpoint, we all said, oh, here's your next great Japanese wrestler. Mm-hmm. Here's your next Okada. Here's your next, you know, Night to whoever you wanted to compare compare him to, but now like you beat Omega and it's like all right, where are you at? You've been in group tag matches and a one off against Darby Allen on a dynamite. Hopefully, it's a better twenty twenty four for him. That's the type of stuff that like what that come back around to. That's what irritates me. With yeah. TK's booking. Yeah. It's... <laughs> All roads lead to his booking. There's a but lot of potential have... on AEW. It's just TK's booking, like Dawn said. It's like I don't have a lot of faith in right now. Mm-hmm. But here we go. We Two out of our four Mount Rushmore so far have been AEW. And the match was really good on Wednesday night. Yeah. So, Chris, what do you got? I'm going to keep the AEW train going. So where, where's Pro at? Pro, we're doing a lot of AEW right now. Positive <laughs> AEW. Uh, my Mount Rushmore goes to Tony Storm. Her role was brilliant in the AEW World's End uh, media scrum. Loved everything about that afterwards. Had a great match at World's End, but just Tony Storm, like in general this week, just love everything about her. Like, this character's her best work that she's ever done. Running down New Jersey and then leaving, not even staying for Mariah May's debut match. Like, 
And you want to talk about like getting a 30 second promo that that immediately makes you an important piece. Like the promo Mariah May cut after the match and after Deanna showed up, just was like, okay, yeah, you're 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 a player. I think it was like I think it was like 30 seconds, 36 seconds on. And it was like, all right, yeah, I'm sold. Put you up there. Let's go. With Mariah? Yeah, with Mariah. Like immediately you know like i know that they can't keep running talents out there to debut and mm-hmm. i saw somebody else put this up on twitter as i was thinking about it so at least i know and I, it was more than just one other Oops, Steve, you froze up person, but they were like what if what if Mar- all right am i back you're good okay yep Mm-hmm. So what if Mariah comes out, right? She has this match, she debuts, and then somebody else debuts over top of her and steals her shine. And that's what she cut the promo about after the match in the back, right? Was upset about it and everything else. You ruined my debut. I can't have another debut, this and that. Well, what if she comes out next week with another debut match and they debut somebody else afterwards? And just have that be her gimmick for the beginning okay. part. Like, that's good stuff right there, right? Like... It gives her some sad motivation besides just wanting to impress Tony, but it also ties into it because she, she can't have this amazing debut because somebody else is debuting over her yeah. every single week, and, and Tony's not paying attention. Like, Are they in Boston next week? Well, word on the streets is, is that it's supposed to happen next week, but who knows? Week, I, I, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, number 15 in the Rumble. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I, Tony, Tony, for me, like I said, she was up there on my short list for, she was in my top three for women's wrestler of the year last year. And it looks like 2024 is going to continue the momentum with her. I, I still don't like how they just debuted the character out of nowhere. But at yeah. the same time, <laughs> I'm so glad we're here because she's done nothing but absolutely hit it out of the park every single time. Like if you switch to the old women's attire. The old yeah, and then you call out Wendy Richter in your media scrum. (laughs) That was the best thing. Oh tremendous. There's a free agent out there. We're gonna talk about her. There's a lot of money on the table with her. (laughs) A lot of money. (laughs) So so good. So so good. But no there's I they have a lot of good pieces right now in the women's division in AEW. Like I said, and I she, like what she's the focal point of it right now, which is what so, your champ's supposed to be. Exactly, and it's just like so, if it's Mariah or whoever ends up taking the belt from her, that's going to be a focal point. That's going to be talked about because she's so popular on AEW television right now. But you had you had Sheeta and Anna Jay have a good match last night. You had Deanna come in on Wednesday. It, hometown pop, I get mm. it. Smart, smart to have her come in there, right? Um, although I think the AEW audience knows more of Deanna Peraza than say if she were to come into WWE, just based yeah. off of the audience itself, right? Um, She's so been there have, once before, so yeah. You have Tony, you have Deanna, you have Mariah, you got Sheeta, you got Anna J. Based off of what she did last night, you have Juliet or Julie. Julie Hart and Sky Blue. Uh, Thunder Rose is back. 
we're going to get Britt at some point. Jamie Hayter's supposed to be back. Like, you got the makings for a really strong mm-hmm. eight to ten women's division that you could roll out there and do good storytelling with. Yeah, but they got to do, like, yeah, they had three matches on a pay per view this past week. They got to have more than one match on Dynamite, more than one match on Collision. Great that there's two matches on Rampage, but that's a one hour show. You know, if you're doing two matches on a, a one hour show, why can't you do more on two hour shows? But they got something on all three shows. Like, you know what I'm saying? They had they had their shine on the pay-per-view with three. You had the zero hour match. You had Tony and Rio. And then um who else am I forgetting about? Or was it just those two? Julia and uh oh yeah, Julia and Abaddon. Yeah. Say what you will about that match, but you had two women's matches on the pay-per-view plus a women's match on the pre-show, dynamite. You had Tony and then Mariah. Rampage, you had the two matches. And then Collision tonight, I think there's something on. So you're getting shine and women being presented out there. So far, one weekend, one AEW <laughs> looks like they're going to do something and focus on the women's division this year, which I'm all for based off of the lineup. And yes. One negative with the women's division that I didn't like during the media scrum. And this is just me, you know. Some people might have liked it. Um, they had Julia Hart come out, and it was Julia Hart, not her character. And just like, like with her doing that character right now, like don't, like it was cool, yeah. but like, like, yeah, like, the character, yeah, the character is so good right now. You don't need her just to, to be breaking that. Just let her live, live and die by kayfabe with that right now. What do you think? Not that we go into the weeds with this type of stuff, but it happened. We got to bring it up just to give a quick 10 seconds on it. All this stuff was announced after we went off the air while we were on the air last week uh, regarding the, the Chris Jericho allegations, which spread like wildfire across everything. Um, led to some mixed reactions to him on the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. To be expected. Um, but then you had the the media scrum afterwards, and a lot of the questions were surrounding that and Tony Khan's responses to that. I saw them tearing him down for answering it with the sunglasses and hat on that Tony Storm gave him. But it's like, yo, you, if you didn't watch the whole media scrum, you don't realize that Tony put that on him and yeah. put the entire like, all right, could he have taken it off to answer that question? Yeah, because it was more serious of a question, but. Mm. Um, any thoughts on his responses to the questions, those types of questions being asked during the media scrub, and then I guess the fallout because some of it has been backtracked throughout the week. I was going to say, I thought I heard that a lot of it was backtracked now. So, but it's just like, where, you know, is this the, is this the IWC just jumping down things too, too easily? Like, but it's not just that, online, you see, that online audience. Yeah, it's just like you, you hear something on. Yeah, you hear that something mm-hmm. online, and you just believe it to be true. Mm-hmm. And this is by no means us or myself or you know, the four of us sticking up for for Jericho. If it if it is does yeah. come out that it it was true, because that's absolutely not acceptable uh, mm-hmm. in any form of of life, regardless of who's involved, right? 
Um, it's right, Tony. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to talk about the situation because more more needs to be known before to really talk about it if it is a topic to discuss. But Tony's very vague on everything whenever it comes to mm-hmm. AEW type policies. And it's not just it's on the media scrum whenever he does it, whenever he does the, the phone call, media calls before the events, like anytime he gets asked about contracts or policies or anything, it's just and there's either an NDA or he can't discuss this because there's investigations going on. He's all, he's Smart. very vague. Yeah. I mean it's Smart. Vince does the same thing. So mm-hmm. like but you're never get it's good to ask the questions because you want the questions to be asked. You're never you gonna get an answer accountable, but yes. Yeah. Never gonna get an answer. So, yeah. No. All right. So we got Tony Storm, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Obviously, crushing it still. Um, like she's so damn good right now. I don't want to see her drop the belt. Not for a while. No. Like I know we don't need everybody to have a long run with titles, but at the same time, like if you're as entertaining as you are, and your wrestling is as good as it is with her, keep. Keep the ship rolling. Like, yeah. why Barring not? something from <laughs> happening right now, I I think that's a Wembley moment. Truly build somebody up to take the belt off her. Exactly. Like, this is her they character and performance deserves somebody to be built mm-hmm. up to be as hot mm-hmm. as they are during the chase to have her lose and drop the belt to make a moment a moment. Because that's what do you, you have know, to match your character wise. Where do you go after that with character-wise for her? No, do you have to match it character-wise? Not necessarily. Because like, there's a lot of great talent, but no characters. So you want to get somebody up there and be like a dud on the mic or... I mean, I know she just debuted Wednesday night, and we talked about the story being there, right there in front of your face with Mariah. <laughs> but Deanna, I mean... If you don't watch, if you haven't watched Impact Wrestling, like what she did, character wise and ring work wise, mm-hmm. she was my women's of the re- my women's wrestler of the year two years ago. Like she's there and prime to be given the ball on a big stage, and then I feel like you can go into her and Britt. Like you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. more. You have people that you can go with afterwards. Have her build up over these next, you know couple months and, and maybe do it at a at a forbidden door at a or at a double or nothing. Um but Mariah is the story that's right there in front of us if they want to tell it. That'll break Tony's character. If if Tony if Tony loses his belt, can she continue the character? Yes. But it could be fun to watch the fall. I think you could almost have like what the way Chelsea Green was in Impact whenever she was the hot mess, like where she mm-hmm. comes, like doesn't know which personality she's she's dealing with. But if you have Mariah take the belt off Tony, the 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 breaking point of that character and watching that fall out could be just as entertaining as the character itself is now. And then well, couldn't even overshadow the champion. Yeah. But they, I mean, they, listen, they got a lot of stuff that they can do some stuff with. It's just whether or not they can combine that into a five, 
you're gone again. They, uh, I said they got a lot of pots on the stove cooking right now. It's just whether or not they can combine that into a five star meal. Yeah. Don't serve exactly. me chicken nuggets and macaroni and cheese. Mm. I'm <laughs> shrimp and filet mignon. Like, as so, I keep coming to, until TK proves me wrong with his booking, I don't see it happening. And that's going to yeah. be a theme for me this year with AEW. Prove mm. me wrong. All right, um, Steve, what's your Mount Rushmore? So, not <laughs> WWE had a great week. Uh, a lot of great stuff on WWE this week. Right, um, Naya and Becky, Naya getting the win clean. I was like, okay, oh, damn, okay, like let's go. Um, you know, The Rock, Seth and Drew, I really liked. Um, Tuesday was was good. You know, they had the the switch up with pulling Ilya off the show to give him some rest, um, legitimate rest, not just storyline rest. Um, but I like what they did there with. Further and tricking mellow, even though it's still dragging out too long. Um, Friday last night, cross with AOP coming out, making Bobby and the Street Profits officially baby faces because they weren't getting over his heels. <laughs> mm. Um, I love love that presentation. Brunette Scarlet, yeah, check oh. mark, please. Check mark, please. What all, on the shirt? 2020, all of 2024. <laughs> um you know, Roman setting himself up, biting off more he can chew. I love the ending with all yes, this walking up and saying, hey, when he's done celebrating, <laughs> let him know he has a favorite four-way match. That was good. Which and just that, which just goes to back end. to the week before where Roman's like, yo, you got to run stuff by me. Pierce knew <laughs> what the deal was. Like, their, their tense interaction on the couch last week, and this is just going to add to it. So, like, I'm loving that, right? So WWE, uh, in my eyes, had a very entertaining week. My Mount Rushmore is going to go back to Saturday night. And you guys are going to hate it. It was Edge and Christian. Adam Copeland and Christian. Rules in. Um, that was a lot of people's match of the night. Loved, loved the entire match. Loved all the callbacks. It was, it was callback city in that match to, to – Edge's entire career. They even did the cash-in callback with the contract after the match and having him lose. Like Storytelling was great. Match was great. As much as we don't need to see them to wrestle, they, they're two of the best. Like Christian is so underrated, it's not even funny. You know, Always he, has been. Yeah, he's up there on my Bobby Eaton list. Um, you know, my Dean Malenko list. Like, just, just completely underrated and doesn't get the credit that he's deserved through his entire run. Um, some of the interference, while it, it was there, it, it didn't necessarily take me out of the match. I know the table swap was a little off, um, you know, trying to powerbomb him through the burning table, but just great stuff all the way around. And if, if you've been a fan of wrestling as long as we have, you you picked up on all the callbacks from the ring gear just, just everything that they've told, it was a, an homage and, and a true story being told. So that was my Mount Rushmore of the week. I had it up there high Saturday night, and nothing truly knocked it off for me. Nothing wrong with that. That was a good match. I enjoyed the, the show overall Saturday for the most part. You know, there was a couple I thought the, in there. but I thought the back half of the show was really strong. 
from eight to ten minus the uh what match was it? I forget who went on second. I don't remember. Minus yeah, the, the first half of the pay-per-view was weak, the second half was really strong. Even the bum match? We'll get to that. <laughs> so but yeah, that was my Mount Rushmore. Um all right, we're 50 54 minutes in. Didn't realize we were gonna spend that much time on Mount Rushmore, even though we've talked about some jabronis. Donald, how many more uh shooters you got in that six, <laughs> that six shooter? You got I'll all just six do my, I'll just do my main one. No, 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 run them off, run them off. Let's go. Let's get that <laughs> six. Six. Work your way up. Well, we already talked about the uh, Undisputed Kingdom segment, mm-hmm. which was beyond belief. Hey, hold on, um, pause, real quick. Before you before you keep going, everybody on the on the wrestling internet that said, oh, look at AEW still in WWE's gimmick. They can't do nothing. Da, da, da. NXT stole it from ROH first. <laughs> nothing in wrestling is original. No. You don't know that by now. Except for very, the very hard to come up with something original. Except for the what, Jason? Canadian. <laughs> That's original. <laughs> it was when Petey Williams did it. <laughs> I like I, I like everything but Wardlow. That's my best my other jabroni. I get Wardlow's placement based off of them taking everything from MJF. It makes sense. And if you go back to the beginning, like if you really, really go all the way back, and I'm, I don't know if somebody will do this like they did with the Bloodline or the Aces and Eight storyline and whatever, right? If you go back to the beginning and run through this MJF Cole situation, they sprinkled a lot of Marvel Easter eggs throughout the entire mm-hmm. story, way back in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, if you paid attention, those stuff that like. There was the steel shot of Cole and MJF in the locker room, and above Cole's locker was the, the devil mask. Devil mask like, you had him and Roddy before Cole got in the car, and he told Roddy, "Hey, I got this. Don't worry about it." Mm-hmm. Like, like there was stuff that was sprinkled in that seemed as just throwaways that didn't matter, but it all paid off at the end, which is good storytelling. The only thing that the thing that at least in the beginning of that promo on Wednesday night that kind of ruined it for me was Adam Cole says, Wardlow's going to win that title and then he's going to give it to me. And then Wardlow's in the back and he like rolls his eyes. It's just like, you just ruined the group. Like, Well, there's, there's the loopholes and it's like, okay, so why didn't you have Wardlow take the belt off MJF to begin with? Why'd yeah. you let Samoa Joe win it? And that's the, that's the loophole that it's like, okay, that makes no sense. We just he saw this and lose the source. Uh, he got to get Joe back from cutting his hair. Long-term storytelling. Uh, bye. <laughs> and then, <laughs> hey, it fits. That, yeah, pu- that it puzzle does. piece fits. <laughs> then, it, then it just feels like everything just overshadowed Joe. Joe just walked out. I know that's Joe's help. demo, but cut a promo. But yeah. No. But then it was like I saw the internet wrestling community be like, "Oh, look, Adam Cole really is a manager." It's like, it's that stupid. He's, he has a he has a, a fractured ankle in three places. Like he's hurt. Like it's not a fucking manager, you idiots. 
His promo didn't come off Adam Cole like on Wednesday. No, it I didn't, didn't. Feel like most. Mm-mm. Did um, has Adam Cole had surgery? Does anybody is, have they ever said? Yeah, he fixed. Yeah, he he got it fixed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like he he got a while to go. He could just sit in that chair and have security just say he's not clear. He's not clear. Because <laughs> that was funny there. Yeah. He's not clear. I mean, because on at World's End, like whenever it happened, I was just like, I when he came out on the crutches, I was like, is that going to be the end? Like whenever he reveals himself as the shot. devil, like he's just going to walk over to him, you know? Like, <laughs> but like whenever he like he's still out, I was like, oh, it's like maybe, yeah, maybe no, shit's still, still going wrong. Still got a yeah, he still got a while to go. I, because of how severe the break was and everything else, like it's gonna, he's got a while to go. Um, I mean, hell, look at Sasha, like, <laughs> her Mercedes, like she's been out how long? Hers happened in what June? Yeah, and it's January, and she's just now getting ready to supposedly be back. But we don't know when she can get in the ring. It's just that she's supposed to show up somewhere. January twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> The rubble 27. 27. All right, Donald. Continue on. Get past me with that. Um, what is it? Uh, the the rando four way um battle royal for the continental title. It's just like you had a tournament with 90 million storylines, and you just put like four random people in it, and the winner gets to fight Kingston and Trent of all people. And the only thing he won was a prize out of a fish pond. Ever in his career? Yeah, he's a threat. God damn. Keep going. Not mad at it. Keep going. Yeah. Don't let the gun uh, jam out. <laughs> oh, no. Next. Uh, <laughs> Tash, Shavani, and Excalibur during uh, the Dante Martin and uh, Orange Cassidy fight saying this match could uh, be the set toner for the whole year. They said it five times within three minutes. If you keep <laughs> repeating the same thing over and over again, you're actually saying nothing. And then they said it again during the Swerve and Garcia match. So we which match is going to be the set turner? Which match? We All of them can't be the match. We need to get we need to get Tony out of there and put Nigel in full time. Oh, I, man, did I, that was going to be my Mount Rushmore. It was going to be Nigel, Taz, and Excalibur. Nigel is quickly becoming my favorite commentator in all of pro wrestling. <laughs> and then my main jabroni. Um, swerving hangman at the end. Why are you rushing this? There was no need to rush this. They should have just let this build into the summertime. I don't need hangman getting a little victory off of swerve and killing all his own momentum. I do not like this at all. Double back too soon for no reason. He's talking about getting beat up by like the devil and the stuff. It's like, but you're gonna go after a sword. Like, I just need to fight somebody so. <laughs> And Joe's out there just being like, hey, nobody can't beat me and that stuff. And Swerve is building up. Like we keep saying, he needs a title shot. No, we're just going to run right back to this for a third match. I don't know. We'll see if that's the case. Maybe they do that at Revolution. I didn't necessarily like that. Hey, man. I mean, why not have him come out during the United? Fucking kingdoms promo. Start going after that. Everybody got beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody come out. (laughs) Everybody who got attacked. Mm -hmm. 
If we're setting the tone and you just want to fight, well, I mean, <laughs> oh, jeez, a oh, man, Taquan. <laughs> they bleep that one. <laughs> oh, you must have put the. Okay, never mind. I see why they bleep that one. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, I just like I to with everything that we've talked about. I think the main difference out of this week, just looking at all the shows, now we'll see what happens on Collision tonight. But if you're just focusing on WWE and AEW, one company has a plan, one company doesn't. And maybe it's because it's WrestleMania season, so we're seeing the plan laid out more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we still don't know where it's going to go. Is it going to be, you know, Rock versus Roman, Cody? Is never going to finish the story. Uh, who knows? To me, Rock and Roman don't. Rock and Roman don't need the belt. It's a head of the table match. That that is higher than the belt. You can do that without the belt. Um, this this CM Punk come back after ten years and lose his WrestleMania main event spot to the Rock. There's there's intrigue and storyline there. Um. Yeah, I just one one has a plan, one doesn't. So while I enjoyed watching AEW this week, it's still like there's there's it's just a captainless ship right now. That's all what they are, what we keep saying. It's all wrestling. Wrestling. Which wrestling, is cool, wrestling, but wrestling. if you're out in the middle of the open ocean and you ain't got a captain on that ship, <laughs> you won't get sunk real quick. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it changes um, and, and go from there. Anybody else got any any jabronis from this week or anything else that caught your eye that we didn't discuss or touch on? Jason, do you cover all yours or? Yeah. Okay. Mine? Yep. I think I don't think anybody's going to be surprised of mine. <laughs> the King of Bums. <laughs> like that, that whole match and the whole tournament setting that up. Just pissed me off. Oh, don't you do that! <laughs> like you have, you you have some of the best talent in wrestling in this tournament, yes. and you have him win. It was Eddie Kingston's yes. redemption story. It was everything that he tried and fought for over his entire career. Could he self sabotage himself? Would he, he take himself out? No. Yeah. He overcame. Should have. He overcame. Should've. There is no reason, no, other than the bum that he fought in that match. No reason. One other person that tournament. The match was a good match. <laughs> it, wasn't a five one, one match. <laughs> it wasn't a five-one. It wasn't a five. The clip I seen. Maybe I seen the five two minutes, but it was just slap slap back fist. <laughs> what do either of them have in the, the ring? Weakest Nothing. back fist I ever seen in my life. <clears throat> That's a combo on uh two K. <laughs> a Tekken punch. A strong punch in Tekken. I'm not even a finisher. <laughs> King does that move. <laughs> like I, I've said it many times. You guys know me in the G1. Like that's usually kind of like whenever I really take a new Japan break. Like I just don't like to follow that every year. Did you after this year, that's a, to the main event of the Tokyo Dome. How do you not yeah. watch what leads up to the main event of the Tokyo Dome? I, like I watch like the matches that people say you know that you should watch, but I don't watch everything with it. And it's, like, if they do this Continental Classic again, it's gonna be the same thing. 
I don't. Would you be open if they did it for the women? Yes. And I saw this. I saw this list. I wanted to yes. throw this guy. I wanted to throw this out to you guys. Um, as far as the, with the women. as far as a list for the women, continental tournament. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Yes. Uh, hold on. I gotta find it. If fucking if X saved my damn bookmark properly, I wish we could put that up. But <laughs> oh jeez. Let me try to spit in power driver. <laughs> of course, dude, I hate. Max. Um, and I I don't I don't even have the tweet to give the credit to the guy who tweeted it out. If you but, find it, we can bring it up next week. But basically, they, they gave a list of 12 women's names. And you had mm-hmm. you had Athena, um, you know. I think you just named them all earlier, minus Athena. Yeah, I mean, for <laughs> the most part. List. But it was like yeah. Athena, Thunder Rosa, you had well you know, Layla Hirsch, you had like, all, like you know. Um, but I looked at the list I wish I had it. I was like, oh, I would tune in and watch that. Like, I would. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was the best thing that they booked. You yeah. may not like the finish, yeah. But fr- from an overall booking standpoint, and the stories they told, and who came out where, and everything else, like you elevated people. Now, I don't necessarily know the 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 smartest thing was giving Andrade a bunch of wins whenever he leaves the company, um, but. <laughs> Oh, that was the match. That was the match in the first in the first half of the pay per view that that I liked was um the eight man. No, it was Andrade and Miro. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, it was a good match. But yeah, I mean, it was that's one hundred percent your style. Big meaty men. I need Miro's another guy. Like, why has he not been? And I know he was. He was out injured and then, you know, time off or whatever. Um, so, like, it was what it was there. But the fact that he had the best TNT title reign of anybody that's had the belt and he hasn't done anything since is just mind-boggling to me. Got a bunch of bums with belts. That's all it is. Speaking yeah. of bums with belts, bums, did you with see? Three belts. Did you see that TK wanted to? Uh, inter- he's thinking about introducing another championship to AEW. <laughs> if you're AEW and Ring of Honor, are basically just going to be everybody has a belt wrestling. It's going to be a women's trios. <laughs> uh, well, it's a women's tag team is is what the rumored belt is. Um, but speaking of so many belts. The one bum, bum two in that bum one, bum two match, Chris Moxley. Did you hear his promo after the after the Tokyo Dome show? You really think I did? He said, "You just want me to sit up here and talk about a championship that I just fought for? I don't even know what the hell belt that was. Is it the third with the DC? He's like, there's 32 goddamn belts in wrestling right now. I don't know which one I just fought a lot for. I was like, oh, this is Chris. This is Chris kind of promo. But I popped oh. so hard when he said Ford Mitsubishi title. I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. That'll be the next belt. Uh, did any of you guys watch any of Wrestle Kingdom? I didn't finish it yet. Not I've, yet. I've watched maybe about like I'm going four, to, four right. matches, I think. 
Yeah, I, I think that <laughs> Tanahashi being Tanahashi being the boss, you know. <laughs> you that familiar. That's how, that's how familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, some EVPs around here. <laughs> and then Matt Riddle immediately calling him out. Um, I don't need that. Dolph, so, Dolph, show, Dolph showing up was, was a surprise. That was. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle's, like, the video package they did for him was cool. Great. And then once he talked, it's just like you just ruined it. Yeah, and he was like, "I want to, I want to come across as more serious." Well, dude, like, bro, <laughs> bro. yeah, like the the, the packet, like if they would have focused just on the video package, it would have came across serious. But then he talked, and it's just like, nope, can't take you seriously. Yeah, and then Dolph doing the uh... right, yeah, a true true statement, <laughs> true statement. You need six guys walking out. <laughs> carrying the rest of the belt. But then how about Dolph recreating the uh defendant jumping over attacking the judge? <laughs> like man, that that internet clip got used real quick. Uh, real quick. But no, I think Wrestle Kingdom overall was a good show. Um I mean Daniel Sennett Okada or Daniel Sennett Okada that that just solidifies I want to see a third. Um, don't know if we'll get oh, a third. Yeah, I think I, that's what they said after the match. I didn't watch the match yet. I saw the results, but they said who wins the rubber match. It's WrestleMania it, 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest night WrestleMania one. of all time. I mean, opening match night one. <laughs> who do you give it to? Because I mean, whichever show they're on, that's who it's going to go to. But well, if it's Forbidden Door, then Daniels is getting it, yeah. unless Okada signs with AEW because yeah. he's supposed mm-hmm. to be up and negotiating. So um, yeah, that might be the only way that you might get like the clear winner. Like, if one I don't of them know. The, I mean, those like those two in that match made it feel like you know Wrestle Kingdom 2017, 2018. Like that was that was well worth the the watch, for sure. So, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, table spot. Yeah, I can't believe that wasn't your Mount Rushmore. I said that as soon as I saw that clip. I said that over. The chat. I said, "Oh, this J NJPW table for the win." Anti-quad. <laughs> All right. Anything else that we need to touch on or get into? So um, you got no no jabroni. No, honest, I, honestly, I, I I nothing that like stood out that I needed to put out there in the ethos. Honestly, if I can think back, maybe a couple things, but no. Nah, like I said, I I enjoyed wrestling this week. Um, this date because it's been the last one. Probably. This is the last jabroni list day with Steve. I had enough for everybody. That's about it. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, everything that you guys brought up, I definitely like had talking points too, but it wasn't like there was nothing for me that was just like overtly <laughs> out there that I needed to call out and, and you know, crap on, so to speak, um, for lack of a better term. But, you know, I, I'm going to use the jabronis this year. This is just me personally, okay? I'm going to use the jabronis this year as, um, like, like hypothesis questions, okay? We're going we're gonna to do scientific method with jabronis this year on my end. So, like, 
I'm not gonna bring it up to just crap on it for why it was just so terrible and, and this and that, but to like poise, you know, pose some questions and and get some further discussion on the matters to see what could be different, you know, not just be every other internet show that just shits on something because it absolutely shits on something. We'll start an egg timer. We'll see how long this lasts. <laughs> you guys have no faith. No faith. No faith at all. If you down, I'm going to kick you down. I'm going to kick you. Because it's your fault that you did it. Um, spoiler alert for me. Um, next week, I know you don't want to hear it. I know you don't want to talk about it. And I don't give a damn. But it's all about TNA next week. So be prepared. Jason, get six bags of popcorns. I don't give a shit. I'm going to get a popcorn any- this time. Can't salt my own shit. They added another match to the card this week with an announcement that I'm super pumped for, um, which is, you know, Allah and the big men slapping meaty meat matches um, with Josh Alexander and Hammerstone being announced and added to the card. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing something different from Hammerstone. Yeah. I think he I think he outgrew MLW. Like the timing was right for him to leave. Um, I don't know what type of contract Jacob Fatu is signed to, but that he must be getting paid out the wazoo because you would have thought he would have left three years ago. I was gonna say I think when they signed him, it was for a long, like really long term. Like, like a five year deal. Yeah, he um he got added to the oh, New Japan show Valley. that's coming here. Um, Battle in the Valley, he's on that card. Fatu. That's next weekend, next Saturday too. Yeah. Uh, which is a decent card. They got a good lineup on that yeah, card. I was looking at that earlier. Okada and Osprey. Um, good way for Osprey to go out. Headlining. Um, oh, speaking of Japan, what did you think of the stardom announcement? WrestleMania weekend. What are they doing? There's a lot of wrestling. WrestleMania They're doing a, a live show here in the States. Oh, it's good. I was sure you were talking about that or the the merger of all the the groups together. Well, yeah, no, uh, the 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 show here in the states. They had, uh, and I don't think it's still up. It may be, but uh, they they had issues with their pay per view whenever it went on, so they refunded money and put it on their YouTube channel for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was only going to be up for a limited time. I don't know if it's still there. If it is, I highly suggest watching it. Okay. Um, I know we have women's wrestling here, which is a really good show. But that man, that pay per view. Are they? they uh, are they in the states? Are they? That's something else. They in Philly or New York? Uh, I want to say New York, if I okay. remember correctly. It'll be in the city. Yeah, but um, yeah. If, it, if it's still hey, up on the YouTube channel, go go check it out. Um. Wow, Taekwon. Hitting them whenever he ain't even here. <laughs> Continuing the feud of 2020, 2023 and 2024. Jason, you got a game this week, right? Uh, yes. So, what if? Wow, this is a little early. What if Cody and Punk never left? Whichever, 
Which are WWE originally, they, they still be Stardust and, and Punk would still be, you know, not in the main event at WrestleMania. Either, either or. So first time WWE or <laughs> UAW. Yes, Tark one. Yes. Now is it me? I don't have the I don't have the the recall to remember back to specific feuds and. You have the entire internet at your disposal on your phone. <laughs> I don't even go back and go, search and watch the shit. Hey, Siri, you don't even got to type, you lazy bastard. You can just go to Siri. Who did Brooklyn Brawler fight for? She his was Brawler for his blackout match at Raw Hell, of 19. She gave you the answer. Which Brooklyn Brawler? Are we talking about the real Brooklyn Brawler or Dominic? <laughs> <laughs> What if Cody and Punk never left AEW? She'd have gave you the answers to the test. That's two Brooklyn Brother references in two weeks. Can we keep this one going for 2024? No, we're not, no, we're not carrying Just like Ty had to bring in uh, Luigi Primo no, no, no. in 2023. No. <laughs> for the first part, um, for like their WWE run, mm -hmm. I think Cody would have been lost in the mix on the uh, middle of the card for sure. Mm -hmm. He still would have been lost. And uh, Punk, I think he was so fed up that by the time his contract would have ended, he would have left. Yeah. I agree. I think Punk would have definitely. That's I think I he had, what, like six months left on six his months contract left. at the yeah, time? He, so yeah. I think he, he probably would have just left then, which I, it was kind of like the whole Stone Cold thing. Like Stone Cold should just wait for his contract to expire because his contract was up to whenever it happened. Um, I think that just would have happened, but I agree. Start he would have been Cody would have been Stardust and Yes. Until they had something else and then would have got lost in the shuffle. Even more so. I'm what if they never left AEW? Yeah. Punk, while he was a draw in AEW, he was injured for most of his run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did we have great matches with him? Yes. Did we have good promos and feuds? Yeah. Um, do I think they got everything out of Punk when they initially signed him that they wanted to? Absolutely not. Um, we didn't have the, the Punk Omega. We didn't have, you know, now Punk Danielson. You didn't have some of these matchups and stories um, that you could have rolled with that, that would have drew big money. Um Cody to me is the bigger what if because obviously for him to leave the mission and the direction of the company went where he didn't see himself being a part of it anymore. And as much as he wanted to say he wanted to go home and WWE was always his home and it you know, I said for the longest time on this show back whenever he was there that he was a WWE guy wrestling in AEW. Mm. Everything mm. about him was WWE except <sighs> he talked. Like, presentation, just everything, match-wise. Like, everything was WWE, and that's why the fan base eventually turned on him. Down to the detail. Yeah. I don't think he is, I, I don't think that... I don't think... And now what's the company? Yeah, I think his... His bigger what if is the the backstage stuff. How would the mm -hmm. company look differently with Cody not there? And we've seen not necessarily a nosedive or a complete fall off the cliff, but it's been trending down ever since he left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
It was definitely a big change. So you're getting a lot of these originals from AEW leaving. You've had them. You've had some of them leave before Cody. Um, you're getting a lot of behind the scenes people leaving now that were there day one. So it truly is really becoming just Tony Khan's company, which I'm surprised. And it, who knows the money that they got? But for all of the elite. Omega, Bucks, and Hangman to re-sign. It had to have been a shit ton of money for them to re-sign. Mm-hmm. Because it's not what they started it out to be. Mm-hmm. You you can't... Yeah. I know companies evolve over time, but not in this short not in this short yeah. of a span to where... Yeah, it, this is a drastic not, change. It looks nothing like it did day one. Usually the, when companies get started, you have a five-year plan, mm-hmm. and they're Five-year plans changed, I think, three times since they started. And they're just now coming into year five. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that their product would, would have cooled off as much as it has if Cody would still be there. But I can't say that for sure because how much of the, the booking and the decision-making was still on Cody's plate? Yeah. I think Cody got burned out running both ends of the – uh, burning both ends of the candle, and then I think he was taken for granted by people backstage and also the audience on on camera. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, I'm not getting appreciated on screen, not appreciated behind the scenes. Both things have changed. <laughs> both things have changed to a point where I don't see myself being a fit here anymore. So yeah, I'm gonna go back home. And like Kevin Owen said, if you have Vince McMahon show up at your house to talk to you to get you back, how many people have flown to to a time? How many people has Vince actually flown to see to get them to sign with the company? Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, you fly to Vince. We hear stories about Jericho mm-hmm. going to Vince's house before he signed. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't ever recall hearing Vince going to a talent's house to talk to them to get them to sign. He did that with Cody. Because in a lot of respect, I think what Cody did over that six-year run whenever he was gone elevated him more in Vince's eyes because he saw Vince saw himself in Cody. You went out. You did it your way. You started a company. You stuck it. You showed you could be this. You showed you could be that. You could do this. You could do that to a degree that you never would have thought you could here. So why don't you come back home and we do the right thing? And I'm sure they throw a shitload of money on him. <laughs> and now it's and now WWE's not too far off from AEW in terms of workload. You know they're not doing as they're doing somehow shows still, and that's winding down a little bit. So, you know, Cody was working what maybe two days a week. You know he might be doing the same thing right now. Not like it was, you know, 20 years ago. If Cody never left AEW, would a heel change have helped him with the fans? He was, already, just he, was all, he was already being booed as a heel, even though he was doing everything as a babyface. Mm-hmm. So him turning heel, I don't know what that does at that point. <coughs> if he would have turned heel, did they all of a sudden cheer him? He might have got a Roman. 
booing him, booing him, booing him. Then hey, he's cool now. Mm-hmm. But to me, Cody didn't need that shift. He didn't. The, but... Ro- the Roman character change was years past due. Yeah. And it was Roman finally saying, look, this is what I'm doing. This is what I need to do. And it's turned into the greatest run for the company in how long? Triple H just put out the graphic over the holiday saying it was the biggest year ever for WWE. Merchandise-wise, premium live event-wise, ticket sale-wise, sponsorship-wise, like all that. And the graphic only had Roman's picture. Wasn't four or five people up there. It was just Roman. So say what you will about Roman's run, but who can take the belt off of Roman to carry those numbers on? Because you need to have somebody that's going to be able to draw as much money as what he's done or not advance it, which is what you want whenever you change titles. Baptized Mary. I mean, Terry. Well, I mean, say what you will about say. I mean, say what you will about Hogan, but back in the day, everybody on everybody on Hogan, whenever they did all the the live shows, all the house shows, because that was the model back then. Everybody on the A show with Hogan made more money than everybody on the B show. Because Hogan drew more people. So everybody would thank Hogan because their pay went up. Well, Romans had this run for three years, and everybody's pay's gone up. So, do we want to finish the story for Cody? Yeah, but can Cody be that guy to keep the ball rolling? I don't know. Maybe harder. Can WWE keep the ball rolling right now? Since Mania last year, the Bloodline story with Roman has faded off drastically. It has. It's like Triple H talked about how right after WrestleMania was over at that media press conference that if they didn't feel they had a lot of story left to tell, you know, they would have taken the title off them. Like, this, this is the story you've wanted to tell? I think the main difference is, is that it's not necessarily the front and center focal point. Has it been a focal point at all? They've, they've still done story with it over the last year. I mean, since the summertime, it's fallen off completely. Okay. So right after Roman fought Jay. Yeah. We had Jay split, Jay leave. Jay like how many times has Roman been on SmackDown since SummerSlam? He doesn't need to be on SmackDown. You can, you can probably count on one hand how many times. That's, that's what I'm saying. There's maybe no three. Three there. <laughs> he's, your, he's your champion and you don't have anything to bring him on. The whole, the whole Roman is to be on TV each week to justify his championship reign just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not saying he needs to be on every week. <laughs> but he should be on more than what he's been. Go look at the numbers for every show that Roman's on. Across the board. I'm surprised the man still gets pop. Pops when he come out. 
thing. He's not. He's not there all the time, so it's like a spectacle. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, Brock, I like Brock Lesnar. At that point, you would get to go away. Boom, Hogan wasn't on Raw every single week. Whenever he had the belt, like what are we talking about? They didn't have Raw. Hogan left at the beginning of Raw. You don't. It was a different type of company then. Hogan, they they were running big house shows back in the day. Hogan was there for every one of them, but they taped how many weeks in advance with their programming, so they had one Hogan match, and then he wasn't on for a couple of weeks. You know, because instead of using him multiple times, you know. So you have, but he was used every every taping. Roman's Roman's on, and then he's then he's off, and then he's back on, and then he's off. Same thing they're doing now. I don't mind Roman being gone. That's just younger talent taking up on TV time. I'm cool with that. I don't mind days off, but I feel like it's, it's too, too spread apart. Needs me more days. If you want to count big shows, I think there were five last year that Roman wasn't a part of. He didn't do the Saudi show. He didn't do Survivor Series. Uh, Money in the Bank. There were two other ones. I can't remember off the top of my head. But those didn't drop in numbers because he wasn't on the show. They didn't not sell out because Roman wasn't there. So isn't that isn't that kind of going against your argument a couple minutes ago where you're saying that look at Roman's numbers when he's on? Because you were talking about the numbers didn't drop off. Talking about TV each week. I mean. You're talking about TV. I think I think it's because the product's so hot right now for whatever reason. But how did the product get that hot, Roman? I agree there. If you don't have Roman Reigns the last three years, is WWE in the position that they're in right now? No. And there's only one way to find out. He's built the equity up to where he he doesn't need to be there. What we say about Roman? Every, every what have we said about the? I, keep saying, I mean, you're saying like I think I, that I need to see him every week, and I keep saying I don't need to see him every week. Well, then how often? But do you he need needs to, to be there for, to 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 be sufficient for you. Twice a month, once a month. Yeah, you can't go like two months or yeah, a full month without showing up. For me, yeah. <clears throat> People were saying the same thing about Lesnar whenever Lesnar wasn't around. Yeah, I said the same thing about him. Yeah, he could have went. But Lesnar's reign, is, yeah. Lesnar's reign and Roman's reign are two completely different things, minus the time away on screen. Lesnar's reign didn't build and elevate anybody. Roman's reign has built up and elevated how many people? Jimmy, J, Solo, Sammy. Hell, you had him and Logan Paul wrestle a match that was fucking touted as one of the best matches of the year. And it's Logan freaking Paul. Logan Paul's delivered. I don't have a problem with Logan, other than current storylines. Can Cody go out there and do that with Logan Paul? I think Cody could. I think so. It's because of Logan, that's why. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think Cody has talent. 
If you drop the belt to Cody because the babyface wins, it's all about the chase, right? Babyface wins, story's finished. Where do you go from there? Back to Brock. Uh, I don't know. to go with Cody. You know, we don't know what what their plans are. Yeah, no you know, we don't know anything because we're done marks. Are they doing the right? You know, it's it. It depends on what story they had to tell. It needs <laughs> to be better. They just need to tell a story with it. You know, instead of Cody getting the title and then them just giving him random people. You know, as long as they focus on him and give him good feuds. You know, once a month or however often. You know, they they have these events. He'll be fine. I wouldn't mind. You can't pull a Daniel Bryan and have him wrestle his tag team partner for a th- for three matches in a row and expect yeah. wonder why the title run is not going well. I wouldn't mind seeing a him and Drew feud or him and AJ feud. Maybe not Orton because I, I think it'll get to the point where you'll be over him as a babyface champ quicker than Rollins. Maybe. And twenty twenty four starts off with a bang. <laughs> 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 we have mugs now. You want one of those for free? If you go through- <laughs> Taekwon did did see your stuff. I will get that out to you um here shortly. So you know, we didn't forget about you. We'll we'll hold up to our end of the bargain. Uh, I, I forgot about you. Jason's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think about you when the podcast is over. <laughs> All right, I think we're good to wrap up. We covered enough today. We left some stuff out there teaser-wise. Next week, spoiler alert, TNA. Lazy-ass job. We talked about it for uh, how long? TNA (laughs) next week. So be ready. It's my Mount Rushmore already. And the pay-per-view, it won't even go live until after. Two weeks in a row next week and the week after? Probably. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, probably. So... Get that hate off the chest, Taquan. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate you. First show 2024 out with a bang. We love you guys. Thanks for hitting us up in the comments. As always, head on over to our social media platforms. Follow us at Dumbmarks Pod on all social media. Email the show at Dumbmarks Pod or Dumbmarkspod at gmail.com. Head on over to prowrestlingtees.com slash Dumbmarkspod. Pick up some merch. We'll give you a live shout out on air. Anything else before we jump into the first positivity, positively positive quote of the week? Oh, Ooh, yeah, say that five it's times it's fast. Yeah. That Terry Bradshaw whiskey and try saying that. Out there, fellas. <laughs> Get y'all snow shovels ready. Is it snowing out there? Oh, it's sticking. Uh, that's it? what she said. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> My wife's out right now, too. Uh, I thought you were going to say she had the shoveling. <laughs> no, no, no. They, she went, her, her and my daughter went to get their nails done. And yeah, I'm, yeah. Oh. Your son left already, huh? Yeah, it's just me out there on my long ass driveway. <laughs> those salt, those, those, I salt from the porch. Just. <laughs> Mr. Fuji style. <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. All right. Well, um, little positively positive quote of the first one of the year here. Um, we talked last week, 
you know, don't live the same life 70, don't, don't live the same year 75 times and call it a life. I'm going to carry that momentum over with, uh, in six months, you will either have a list of excuses or a record of progress. Ultimately, the choice is yours. Do we eat Chinese food? In six months, <laughs> you'll either have a list of excuses or a record of progress. Ultimately, the choice is yours. Thanks for tuning in. I'm a Mark. You're a Mark Telemark. Until next time, y'all can catch us around the way. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.